We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. By fans, for fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. Today is June 20th, 2022. Jonathan Osborne here. Joined by my co-host, makes his triumphant return to the pod, mm. Luke Sylvia. What's up, bro? Welcome back to Florida. Thank you, man. I am. I'm. I'm excited to be back here, uh, staying at my parents here for the next few months until our uh, home is ready for us to uh, begin renting here in a few months. And you know, the, my parents were so gracious to let us stay here. So it's. Uh, it's nice. We got. We got room, and and it's nice as you guys see. It's got the pool behind me. Some lights for the ambiance, and uh, we're, we're 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 rocking and rolling. How was your Father's Day, bro? First of all, Happy Father's Day to all of the fathers out there, or those that are playing the role of a father. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Luke, how was your Father's Day? It was great, man. I, I think that you know it, it's a it's a it's a it's a you know good holiday. I think you know it, it was you know started whatever fifty some years ago, and I I think that uh, you know it's a good day to reflect. I wanted to give a shout out to my dad. Uh, this last year has been really rough and, uh, you know, Luke, and you don't have to just, thank me, bro. You don't have to. Thank no, me. I, no, I really was going to go on here though. You know, the last year has been a little rough. I've been had, you know, but, but in, in those rough times, I, I've had great things that have kept me, you know, grounded. And that's my, my, my dad, Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, when daddy. And, uh, so, so, so shout out, happy father's day, uh, Wendell Carter and my actual dad. Ron, uh, appreciate yeah, thanks, Ron. Yeah, Ron. Yeah, shout to out go. to Chuck. Mm-hmm. Chuck doesn't watch the pod, but uh, love you, Dad. Um, I've been working on my tan recently, bro. I feel like yeah. remember when Evan Fournier came back from the All Star break a few years ago, and mm. we were like, "Dang, Golden. Evan, Evan's been working on it." That's that's can't, might not be able to tell with this lighting, but yeah, I've, been, mm. I've been working on my tan a little bit recently. Spent all day in the sun today. It was a good day. But uh, Luke, yeah. we miss you on the pod here. Um, we've had some things happen since then which we'll get to in a little bit we'll get your thoughts on you know jabari working out uh meeting with the media some other top prospects might have met with the magic chet holmgren it seems like did we did meet the magic didn't meet with the media we don't know what's going on with with paolo some other top prospects we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit but 
we got a couple of big things going on this week. So if you follow us on social media, uh, then you'll know that we are partnering again with the Orlando Magic. Uh, really, really appreciative of the Magic. But we're partnering with them for the Orlando Draft Tour, sponsored by Michelob Ultra. It's draft week, Luke. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday before the draft. Each night from 6 to 8 p.m., we're going to be at some different uh, establishments around the downtown area. Uh, there's going to be some special guest appearances. We have it confirmed that RJ Hampton is coming out to the Tuesday event. Uh, they're working on some other appearances as well. There's going to be giveaways and drink specials at each one of these events. So make sure that you guys come out again from 6 to 8, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Monday. Should I, should I shout out the... Oh, you're about to do that right now. Yeah, I'm about to shout out the establishments. Yes, right, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Monday uh, from 6 to 8, we'll be at the Lodge on 49, 49th North Avenue north orange avenue i can't i can't speak right 49 now. for sure definitely 49 i don't know why i'm saying 49th uh, uh i spent too much time in the sun today my brain is like a scrambled day i believe I in you keep on trucking we're gonna do this again tuesday june 21st we'll be at cavo's bar and grill 900 east washington street we got that right and then wednesday from 6 to 8 we'll be at ollie's 3400 edgewater drive again monday the lodge tuesday cavo's bar and grill Wednesday, Ollie's, and the lodge is 49 North Orange Avenue, not 49th. Anyways, the Orlando Draft Tour, come out and hang out with us. And this is what I will say. There are a lot of people out there for you know the last couple of years have you know criticized the magic and they've complained to us in Twitter mentions and you know Facebook comments and all kinds of things, YouTube comments about how you know they've criticized the magic for not doing enough in the community to get the city excited about the team. If you're one of those people, this is your time to put your money where your mouth is, okay? Yep. This is a perfect opportunity to get out in the community, meet people in the city, get them excited about the Orlando Magic. So this is your time to shine. If you are one of those people passionate about spreading the Orlando Magic fan base and creating more Magic fans, this is the time to do it. Make sure that you come out to the draft tour. I'm going to be there uh, Monday. Uh, Luke's going to be there Tuesday. Uh, Kevin may be there on Wednesday. If Kevin's not there, I will be there on Wednesday. Again, there's going to be special guest appearances, giveaways, drink specials, all that good stuff. Again, the Orlando Draft Tour, sponsored by Michelob Ultra. Luke, we're looking forward to this, right? Yeah, man. I mean, this is something that, you know, we obviously got to do the lottery watch party and partner with the Magic, which was a dream come true. And now it, it just feels... It, it feel, I, I don't want to say normal, because it's definitely not normal. No, we're absolutely normal. grateful for it, but it... It, it is getting, you know, it's awesome that we're getting just repetitive opportunities with, with the organization. Thankful that they're trusting us with it to help promote these events. So we expect you guys to come out, hang out. You know, it's not nothing crazy, right? We're, we're there for a couple hours. We're just kind of getting the buzz going around, uh, you know, around the city. Um, people are, are obviously going to be looking around at these bars and be like, man, what's happening? Like, why are you guys together? You know, why are, why are so many people here? And we'll be able to tell them, man. I mean, we, we got the draft, and it'll be important for this franchise and hopefully can kind of sway some some maybe some Magic fans that we that might have fallen off the wagon here um, maybe a decade ago when, when even Dwight left and just convince them to, to hop back on board. It's going to be fun, and we're all excited for it. Really, my number one goal this week leading up to the draft is to secure one of those Magic-branded Michelob Ultra cans. I yeah. haven't seen any of those, obviously, anywhere near Tampa. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, if you're in the area, just bring me one of those. I would, I'd really appreciate it one of these nights. Luke, I'm the kind of guy, before I go out to eat somewhere, 
I always check the menu and try to like plan ahead what I'm going to eat. I must <laughs> say, I'm jealous that you're doing the Tuesday because Cavo's Bar and Grill, the menu looks incredible. Really? The lodge, the lodge doesn't look bad. You know, Ollie's doesn't look bad. Don't get me wrong, but Cavo's to me, that menu looks legitimate. Was so it? I'm, is it just like bar food or what? What is it? Well, Cavo's is like a bar and grill, so like they okay. the menu is a bit expanded. The lodge is just mostly like bar food, like apps and stuff right. like that. I think yeah. Ollie's is a little bit more than the lodge, but still kind of seems mostly like bar food. Cavo's yeah. like they they got quite the spread there, so I'm excited hey. for you. You're gonna have to let me know how the food is there. I've got. I'm going to the event with the confirmed player. I'm going there yeah. with the confirmed expanded menu. I got. I think I picked a good one. I picked a good one. Yeah, you got it going on. But that's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Coming up on Thursday, you know, the day of the actual draft, we're going to be at Harry Buffalo from five o'clock to six thirty, just hanging out, you know, catching the breeze, shooting the stuff, and then at six thirty, walking walking over to Amway Center for the official Orlando Magic draft party. We're all going to sit in section 106 and watch the draft unfold. And then after that, we're going to go record a pod because that's what we do. So Mm -hmm. maybe there'll be some trades while we're recording that episode. You know, pretty excited for that. But again, Thursday, June 23rd, the day of the draft at Harry Buffalo from 5 o'clock to 6.30. Then walking over to Amway Center, sitting in section 106 to watch the draft. Be sure to download the Orlando Magic app and secure your free draft party tickets so that you can get in the building and you can sit with us again if you guys don't have those tickets we will leave you outside we will feel not an ounce of guilt or shame about that Mm -mm. last thing luke before we get into the spicy conversation here we're going to go ahead and shout out our patrons if you guys have not heard and i don't know how you have not heard if you listen to the show but we have a patreon now you can find us at patreon.com slash the six man show select from three incredible tiers with awesome benefits uh, for those of you that are looking to get in on the stickers, uh, we basically have just about everyone's address at this point. We're getting ready to order those. So over the next couple of weeks, we'll be sending those out. Uh, but we appreciate you all. We have a brand new patron this week by the name of Drum, like the instrument, the percussion instrument, Drum. Mm-hmm. So uh, appreciate you, Drum, for your support. And if you want a shout out like that, uh, we shout out our brand new patrons, special shout out every single week. And then we go through and we... Shout out all of our patrons. We're going to do that right now. Shout out Court Cousins, Drew Gooden, Armin, Keith Garcia, Zico, Carson Tulo, Nathan Lynn, Ellis, Jonathan Borges, Normal, Magic Player History, Julio, Bailey, Matt Lyman, Eric Segovia, Gabe Gaines, Wiffle, Michael Martin, Jamel Miller, Michael Salapong, Franz Godefashow, Ryan Singh, Blake Bickerstaff, The Distract, your boy Dave J, Eric Randall, Pierre A, Wally Akbar, Eli, Migzors, Nostalgia, and M&Ms. Dylan Holden, Mr. Mikey, Joe Thomas, Stephen Walker, Lil Penny, Omagic11, Eduardo Sanchez, BRBS Creative, Dan the Man, George Hoppy, and Drum. Thank you guys so much. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Luke. Again, it's been about a week, a little bit more than a week since you've been on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Jabari Smith Jr. worked out for the Magic uh, going back to the ninth that Thursday. We haven't gotten your thoughts on it. Uh, that workout was reportedly close to two hours, which I guess is sort of atypical. But then he met with the media afterward. What were your thoughts on what you've heard about you know, the workout and you know, your thoughts on Jabari's interview with the Orlando media? Well, first I'll say, I, I don't, I, I you know, you, you've heard the debate. We've seen it everywhere, right? I mean, Jabari, I'm sure I know you and Kev kind of broke it down a little bit, but you look at a guy who, who worked out for that long and you're like, the average is about an hour thir- and a half, hour 15, whatever they're saying. And is, is this something, like, is this anything, right? And what I'll say is, I, I don't know that it is. I'm not going to act like I know what that means. I don't think anybody else should really act like they know what that means. I think the the people that are for Jabari, pro Jabari, and Jabari only might take this as, oh, man, that's awesome. That means they, they love what they saw, and so they just kept working them out. Or you've got the people who are anti-Jabari, and they say, man, they just didn't see enough. They they just kept working them out. And it's like, eh, I can make an argument for why both of those are probably, you know, could be incorrect. So I'm just going to go with I know nothing. Um cool that's a piece of information that like we can look back on it i think it'll be kind of hindsight is 2020 jabari is the pick we can look back on it and be like they just had a great time with them maybe they're making small talk jamal mosley was having a fun time you know helping him out that was a big thing jonathan that i got from the presser was he was talking about jamal um just basically saying jamal was great jamal was helping coach me through the process and all those things that just kind of speaks to jamal who he is uh, as a as a coach as a man, you know, just being able to kind of lean into these young guys and, and just continue to already develop rapport with him. And who knows, maybe he was more engaging than he might've been with the uh, you know other prospects because he knows that's who they're looking at primarily. I have no idea, man. There's so many ways. And I, that, I think that's what I'm most excited about is to when the draft pick is made, that we just get that hindsight being 2020 moment where we can just kind of break down every report that we got throw it into an episode and say, we now know what this meant. We didn't know in the moment, but now we can see what all of that meant for the magic and for that prospect that we draft on draft night. Yeah. Kevin, and I kind of talked about this and that, you know, he brought up the fact that we're getting into like silly season. Cause people are almost getting bored right. at this point. Mm-hmm. Cause it's been a month plus not yep. really any real news, no confirmation mm-hmm. one way or the other from really any team. So people are just kind of purely speculating and every little bit of news, you want to break it down like super granular and say, oh, it means this or it means right. that when most likely it probably doesn't mean anything and we have no idea. Yeah. So I was super impressed again by Jabari's just poise and, you know, growing up mm-hmm. with an NBA father, he's he's been groomed to know how to talk to the media and especially, you know, once the ball was in his hands and he's grown up and he's improving, his dad's like, all right, you know, you're starting to get some attention. This is what you're going to go through. This is how you talk to the media and everything like that. So he's been coached up on this for a long time. So to me, it was no surprise that he was you know, really um, 
uh, you know, are articulate and poised, saying all the right sure. things, poise all that good stuff to the media. Uh, yeah, but I, I I'm, I'm add, right there with you. Just uh, just this last yeah. thing, I'm right there with you. I, mm-hmm. I cannot wait for the pick to be made so that we can just put all the speculation behind us. Like that's really what I'm right. getting the most anxious about is just the unknown. I was talking yeah. with my wife today, and she's like, "Oh well, you know, I prefer this guy or prefer this guy just off of things that I've heard and what I've heard you guys talk about." And as she said, like going through the different guys, I'm like, I'm really, I'm still good with anybody. Like I prefer Jabari, mm-hmm. but I'm really gonna be fine if it's Cheddar, if it's you know Paolo. I'm just ready to get it over with. Yeah, and I was just gonna add, you talk about kind of how poised he is. Uh, I think I that's the first time I really said that to, to you guys about him was when I listened to him speak during the uh, Mike Schmidt's breakdown film breakdown, where I just was like. I could see him like if, if they think he's got the tools and he's the guy, this is going to put him over the top. It's just how well spoken he is, and I feel like can be pretty per, you know personable um, just from the way he communicates. You can tell a lot about a person from that, and and I think that goes a long way with this organization. They don't want a bad apple, especially a young one that can kind of infiltrate this young core that isn't really established and doesn't have a lot of continuity up to this point. I think that's the worst thing you could do is bring in somebody that's got a, a little bit of an off attitude, all the talent in the world, but they could really destroy a young team that doesn't have a foundation. And I think that Jabari with wow, how well-spoken he is and those things I talked about, I think Jabari can only add to the locker room just based on what you can kind of get from his personality from what we've seen so far. Yeah, I agree. I think personality wise, he'd be a really good fit here. There's been some conversation around whether or not he gives off of like the the star vibe or like the alpha vibe and that mm-hmm. you know, philip rossman Reich talked about this a little bit on his pod that that might be something that you have to kind of coax out of him and that concerns me a little bit i think just because mm-hmm. i feel like if, if he's said multiple times that he feels like he's the best player in this draft and i feel like you can feel that way but not exude this like alpha like i'm the guy like i'm the man kind of thing it's not chet attitude it's not chet it's not paolo yeah i mean like chet's thing oh i'm who's the best player in the nba (laughs) me two months from now like if you're memeing that's awesome if you really think that i i don't want you to say that if you think that to me it just sounded corny when he when he said that but you know all of these Each of these guys feels like they're the best guy in the draft. I'm sure Jaden Ivey feels the same way to a certain extent. You want that. You want these guys to feel like that they're the best player on the floor. We talk about this yeah. a lot. These professional athletes, you have to have almost this like irrational confidence and a little bit of an ego to get to the level and perform the way that these guys need to. But the thing that stood out to me about Jabari was him saying that my number one goal in life is to win an NBA championship. Right. Like it wasn't, Oh, I want to be, you know, an all-star. I want to be the best player in the league. I want to be the greatest of all time. I want to win an NBA championship. And it sounds cliche until I think about the fact that I've never heard a prospect say that it's Mm. always been like, Oh, I want to be the best player that I can be. I want to be one of the greatest players of all time. Blah, 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 blah. I've never heard somebody come out and say, my number one goal in life is to win an NBA championship. Give me 12 of those guys. Yeah. I, I think that that's something that I'm not saying he doesn't think that because I'm sure he does. I'm sure that is a huge goal in his life. 
obviously now where his job is literally to play basketball in the NBA. But I also just think that that's him reading the room and saying like, what makes me different? And I, I think that that is what makes him different. I think that he very much is team oriented. I think that, you know, he's going to do things that makes the team better, whether it's make hustle plays, ringing the bell on, you know, ringing the bell defensively, diving for loose balls, hitting that open three that gains the magic, the lead or wins the magic, the game, like doing those things that are just really intangibles, to be honest with you. And, and, and doing, you know, doing those things, I, I think that he really is that team guy. And he, in that respect, it kind of reminds me of Franz, right? Was, Franz kind of that's like... funny that you said that because that's what I was talking yeah. about. The guy who feels like he's the best guy on the court but doesn't necessarily have to come out and say it. Like, right. I feel that way about Franz. Yeah, I want a guy that feels like he's the best on the court, but he doesn't have time to say it because he's trying to win a ball game. Like, now, that, that's the type of guy that I want, for sure. Just to be devil's advocate, how many times did I say this season, like, I want to see Franz be more assertive and take the game over? It, it goes into that same thing you were saying, where yeah. I think you were saying that Phil was talking about, like, you need to coax that out of him, probably. And and that is the case. But uh, honestly, if he's making his teammates' lives easier and he's cool with taking, you know, the game-winning shot, I don't need you to be alpha, I mean, you look at Kawhi Leonard, like, dude, he doesn't, when, when he speaks, it's not, oh man, that guy, he must be the best player on the court. No, he just, he just hits the, the game winning shot to send the Sixers home in the playoffs. Like that, that's the type of guy you want. And I, I want so a guy who, like that. So if you don't think Kawhi was the alpha on that team, who do you think was the alpha? Don't say Kyle Lowry. Cause that, if it's not <laughs> Kawhi, it's gotta be Lowry. Yeah, like absolutely uh, vocally, absolutely. I think he just you know, boardman gets don't paid. get me wrong. He just leads I, by yeah. example. Yeah, no, I mean, it, yeah, I, I think Kawhi just leads by example. You can be the alpha that way, but he just yeah. verbally like he was not. Yeah, no, I, and I think that is something that to assert like there. If you're a Jimmy Butler, if you're a, like a Kobe Bryant, you know, you're a, a, a Michael Jordan, like you're that kind of alpha and that kind of personality and, and competitor. That can't be taught. Mm-mm. But I do think you, you can get to the level where you're vocal enough and you're competitive enough and your performance speaks for itself enough that you can lead that way. And what you say right. carries weight yeah. you know, carries weight with guys and they respect that. Listen, in this world, Jonathan, in the everyday world, there are extroverts and there are introverts. There's, there's businessmen who lead billion-dollar businesses that are introverts. There are people, my dad is very is successful in what he does. He speaks in front of thousands of people every weekend. He's an introvert. There are people in this life, and shout out to him on this Father's Day uh, there, but like there are people that they are just naturally introverted. Jabari Smith Jr. might be that way. Maybe he's just soft-spoken on camera, and maybe when he gets around his teammates, he's full of life, and he's the, the Chuma Okiki of the, of the party. Who knows? But... But I, that's what I'm saying. Like we really don't know, and we're obviously speculating in 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 that respect. But at the same time, I'm not worried about you know him him being if he is an introvert. As long as he leads by example, what do I care? Go give me a ring. I'm going to know everything that I need to know when we know who the pick is. If it's Chet, if it's Jabari, if it's Paolo, yeah. it tells me everything that I need to know about what Jeff and John thought about these other guys. Like if Jabari's not the pick, to me. They said, oh, you know what? Maybe he's not going to become like the guy. Maybe he's not going to develop a handle. Right. Maybe he can't you know, develop as a playmaker. I'll be like, okay. Or lead I a trust. locker room. Or lead a locker room. And I'll be like, okay. 
And that's what you want in the number one pick, right? Like you want a Shaq, you want a Dwight Howard, you want a LeBron right. James. You want a guy that's going to lead your franchise on and off the floor. So mm-hmm. if he's not the pick, I'll be like, okay, for now. And then all of a sudden, you know, when he's dropping like 45 game, 45 <laughs> in a game seven in the NBA Finals to win a championship, I'll be like, y'all missed on that one. But all right, let's keep it rolling, mm-hmm. you know. But we, th- we might say that about any one of these guys. And that's kind of what, where I want to take the conversation. So we know that Chet met with the Magic. Um, I think it was Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, he was in... Orlando Wednesday met with some you know radio folks um usually these types of the way that these types of things go the player will come in the first day you know they'll meet with the team just kind of you know briefly you know maybe go out to dinner to talk more and then the next day you know they'll tour the facility and they'll get into some kind of workout stuff and usually that's if the team wants it if the player wants it the, the player's representative wants it that's when they would meet with the team or the, the excuse me, the, the media of, of that city like Jabari did. We've heard word that that was supposed to take place on Friday and that it, it did not happen. We've heard that from Philip Rossman Reich. He announced that on his podcast a couple of days ago. And then, you know, there are rumors that the Magic were supposed to meet with another you know top prospect and they were going to be mm. available to the media. That never came to fruition without you know naming names here. But uh, but yeah, at this point, it seems like it's too late for the Magic really to meet with anyone else. You know, you guys are listening to this. It's the Monday before the draft. All of their work is done at this point in terms of meeting with prospects. Now they're just going to talk internally over the course of the next few days and hammer down and, and decide who the pick is going to be. Luke, at this point, like we feel like the team has done their due diligence. You know they've yeah. they've they've checked all the boxes they've need to check in this pro in this project or this uh this process here. Why can't I freaking speak today? My goodness, I, I think I spent too much time out in the sun. I'm a little dehydrated, maybe. Mm. But I'm just at the point now where I'm just relax. We're gonna let the next few days unfold the way that they're going to. We're gonna let the the draft unfold the way that it's going to. And then we can start talking about how this player fits with the team. We can start talking about summer league, how they're going to impact the team going into the regular yeah. season, all that kind of good stuff. I I have something to add here, Jonathan, sure. real quick. I'm looking at something. And as people know, I I, I put some stock into Vegas. I, I, I listen to what they do. I look at the odds. I'm checking it. I, I was basically, I've been checking Bavada's odds daily every time I wake up in the morning just to see what their feel of the market is. I've te- I checked this morning, Jonathan. Jabari had gone from like minus 175 to minus 200. Okay. I go in like every time I go to the search bar in my Bavada on the website. I type in the word pick and it always comes up number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. Like you, you can put bets on the top five picks, right? I look at it here. The only ones that I have options for are pick number three and pick number five. Pick number one and number two have been fully taken off the site. Now, a lot of people know when bets go away, that's it's because there's a drastic thing that's happened they're changing odds and they don't want anybody to get money in on anything because they've heard something or they know something or uh, it just they, it just means they've shut it down because it's too obvious. Like people are going to start hearing. 
I I just got to think. This morning, it was up at minus 200. I check again as we're recording this tonight, Sunday night at 920 Eastern, and there's nothing there. We'll see if it's back in the morning, but I don't think that's not I've got to tell you something, though. I checked a few days ago to like just to check in on Bovada to see what the odds were. I couldn't right. find anything anywhere. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. no you know NBA future specials. However right. it is, they categorize it on Bovada. Yeah. I couldn't find the like it was the type of um prop bets were like where does donovan mitchell play opening night you know that kind of stuff right but i couldn't find I, anything about the draft this so, was a few days ago meaning like maybe around the chat thing no this was maybe like a week ago i would say like a few days before a week ago. that mm. so, yeah it just makes me wonder like when they take these down are they just like, i know sometimes they are just kind of taking them down because they're evaluating right i think and I think that's maybe what they're doing right now. They're evaluating. Uh, but like I said, they left the number three pick up there, number five. I don't know if they know if they left four. That's probably something. Four off because of Jaden Ivey. Um, they just think it's a lock. I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll check back tomorrow morning as you guys are listening to this. Might be back up. You can go to bavada.lv and, and look it up, but we'll see. Which is interesting because I've heard that, or I've read that the Kings are really not interested in, in Jaden Ivey just because of, you know, Darren Fox, right. Davion Mitchell. Mm-hmm. So if he's the pick at four, or maybe they know that Sacramento is trading that pick, right? Somebody else, and wants they don't some, want to Jaden Ivey. They just action. don't want him out there. Yep. Yeah. To me, it's you know it, it's interesting that again you know we can we can talk about this you know the top three guys. What we know for sure is that Jabari had media availability, worked out with the Magic. We know that Chet met and worked out with the Magic, did not have media availability. Paolo Bancaro, we don't know what happened if he met with the Magic right. at all. If there was there was no media availability, mm-hmm. so I I just feel like this front office has a something up their sleeve, you know. Like I've felt like this the last few days that Paolo is just going to be the pick out of nowhere because the last couple of weeks everyone has written him off as the number one pick, and this front office just always seems to do what the opposite of what we think they're going to do. And like the obvious is right now, it's like, oh, it's going to be Jabari Smith because we've heard about it for weeks. He's the only guy that we know that for sure worked out with the team and had the media availability. Chet met with the team, but didn't meet with the media. Paolo, we don't even know if he was in town. Like there's, I searched Paolo's name on Twitter for like 20 minutes earlier today to see if there was ever somebody, you know, saw him in Chipotle and took a picture with him. (laughs) There was none of that. People were right. taking pictures with, with Chet Holmgren in, in the parking lot. They're taking pictures of him walking, wearing Orlando Magic shorts, by the way, or at least they appeared to be Orlando Magic shorts. So that would mm-hmm. make you think that he did work out with the team, which is what Philip Rossman Reich has, has reported, that he did work out with the team. Doesn't know in what capacity, but that he did not meet with the media, quite obviously. And right. we haven't heard about the workouts because, again, Jabari was like two hours and we were talking whoa, he worked out for two hours. If Chet comes in and works out for 45 minutes or, or Paolo works out for three hours, then that's mm-hmm. got to mean something. But now we don't really have anything to go off of at all. We have nothing. I think that's exactly what the team wants. I think that's exactly what Jeff and John want. They want everyone to have no idea what the heck is happening, no clues, nothing that you yeah. can read into, and they're just going to surprise the heck out of us on draft night. I I legitimately I don't have a clue. I don't have I, a I clue. I would like to think I would like to think that you know my my I, I definitely my strong I I mean 
I, I've put a bet on Jabari Smith Jr. being the number one pick. At this point, I put it a couple days ago, so we'll see. But, um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. We'll, we will see what happens come draft night, but it is all very much a mystery. Like, if, if you had to say who the pick is right now, you're still saying Jabari? I haven't cashed out my bet, so yeah. I, as it is right now, I, I really don't have a, a, a strong feeling one way or the other. It's like Jabari is the easy thing because he's leading in Vegas and he's what we've heard for weeks and weeks and weeks. But this this front office is just tricky, man. I it wouldn't shock me. Let's be clear. Like I am, yes, I'm very confident. I you know to put my money where my mouth is as far as the Jabari pick goes. But I I would not be shocked regardless of the outcome, and I also wouldn't be unhappy regardless of the outcome. I, I I think that you know that this front office does their work. That's where we still are, right? Like, we're still good with any of the top yeah. three. Yeah. There are a lot of people yeah. that have been saying that, and their their conduct recently hasn't reflected that. Like, everybody, really, right after the draft, is like, we're good with any of the top three. And now everyone's mm-hmm. kind of in their own camps. Like, oh, it has to be this guy, or it has to be this guy, or it has to be this guy. I want it to be Jabari, and that's my preference. But there's going to be, like, 2% of me that's disappointed for a split second that it's not Jabari, and then I'm going to be like, okay, he wasn't the guy, and this is the guy, and this is the guy now. Mm. And that's that's kind of where I'm at. Yep. So you yep. guys are and listening to this. You guys will hear it. You'll you'll hear the the reaction, obviously. Draft night will record that podcast, and you'll you'll get you'll see if Jonathan is uh is does what he just described. If Jabari is not the pick, yeah, we're gonna do like a little draft week vlog because again, we're doing the draft tour with the Magic. You know, we're we're doing the Harry Buffalo thing again. We'll be at the draft party, so we're gonna do like a little draft week vlog. So that will be out, you know, sometime after the draft. My guess be like a few days. So be on the lookout for that. If you want to be featured in one of those, you know, in our, our draft vlogs, make sure that you come out to one of the events. You know, we're talking about the Orlando Draft Tour. We'll kind of close the show in just a minute and touch on that again. But yeah, a few days. Feels like it's been forever since the lottery to the draft. You guys are listening to this on Monday, so we've got Tuesday, Wednesday. We're going to do an episode that's going to come out Thursday morning the day of the draft, just kind of our last final thoughts. Maybe some news comes out between now and then, but we're really just going to talk about what we think is going to happen that night. And then that night we'll record another pot of what actually happened. And then that will be up as soon as possible. My guess is like early Friday morning. Yeah. Yeah. We're, 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 we're getting close here, Luke. Any, any, any thoughts that you want to share just kind of the last few days here leading up to the draft? I don't think so. I think we pretty much flushed it out there. I think that uh, this will be a fun week. I'm interested to to see what happens. We've already had some weird stuff happening. Uh, Kenny Atkinson decides that he doesn't, after all, want that job. Thank goodness, by the way. I had yeah. I wanted no part of seeing a Kenny Atkinson, you know, uh, Hornets team four or five times a year. I wanted no part of that. Yeah, no, thank you. So uh, weird stuff is starting to happen. It still feels kind of quiet. I think this week is about to get real loud, real quick. You're going to start probably hearing draft night trade chatter, not necessarily about the magic, but leading up to the draft here as we get into draft week. It's going to be a fun week. 
I think it's going to be super long, but also very quick at the same time. One of those phases, if you've had those phases in life, you know what I'm talking about. But I, I think that that might be what we're in for this week. I'm excited. This is what we, we do this podcast for is for weeks like this. I know that we're all we're all pumped for it. Rival executives are talking about the fact that they're you know, hoping the Magic are going to lower their asking price on Terrence Ross. They were asking for yeah. first round picks at the trade deadline. They're hoping mm-hmm. they'll ask for multiple second round picks. I just don't see that happening for a team that already has two second round picks in this draft. It's going to be futures for sure, I would think, right? You got to uh, it's got to be. I like I because that's my same that's my same perspective. There's no way that the Magic are going to are going to take two seconds, you know, multiple seconds in this draft. I I just don't see that happening. I think it's got to be future ones. At that point, you're just trying to get T. Ross out of here to a, a team that he doesn't hate. If that's the case and that's the best that you can get at the draft, I'm holding him until the deadline. Because mm. that offer will be there at the deadline. Two future second-round picks, that right. deal will be there at the deadline. What's your thoughts? Do you feel like he gets traded draft night? I think if he wants it, and and that that is what he wants, and it seems like that is what he wants, despite praising the organization of the stance of where they're at and it's a new regime and all that sort of thing, he still said what he said, which was that he doesn't think he sees himself in Orlando. And, you know, it's just not in the cards. And he's kind of, they're very young and they, you know, whatever. He wants to go somewhere he can win. All those sorts of things. I would be shocked if he is not traded for basically nothing on draft night. I think that that absolutely can happen. I mean, because let, 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 let's say like all he does at that point is take up a ro- extra roster space. If you see the t- same T Ross you saw last year, do you really want him till deadline? I think yeah. that they, I think I think he just gets dealt. They just rip the bandaid off. They do it what they wanted to do at the deadline. Obviously, probably not getting as much for him, um, you know, just because they were wanting a first. But at this point, writing's on the wall. Every team in the NBA knows it. Just get him off. Get him to somewhere he likes. You know, don't obviously burn a bridge or anything which i don't think they would ever do with t ross and and you know we'll, we'll thank t ross for what he did in orlando we got three days till we figure it out luke again coming up monday tuesday wednesday monday from six to eight we'll be at the lodge 49 north orange avenue tuesday june 21st cavo's bar and grill 900 east washington street and then wednesday at ollie's 3400 edgewater drive Again, the Orlando Draft Tour, sponsored by Michelob Ultra, each of those nights from 6 to 8 o'clock. There will be some special guest appearances from RJ Hampton on Tuesday. Uh, We're still waiting to figure out who might be there Monday and Wednesday. There's going to be giveaways at each of the events, so make sure that you guys come and hang out. And then the draft, pre-draft party, I should say, June 23rd on Thursday from 5 o'clock to 6.30, we'll be at Harry Buffalo. And then we'll walk over to Amway at 6.30 for the draft party. And we'll hang out and the pick. We'll, we'll watch the pick and the draft unfold sitting in section 106. Luke, we're like in the home stretch of draft season. Like this is, it's been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of great guests, but it has been draining. We've had the same conversation twice a week for the last month now <laughs> with not much to say. But I, what I will say is I'm glad that this has at least been a conversation and we just haven't spent the last month, twice a week, talking about Chet Holmgren and you know how how great he's going to be, or Jabari or Paolo, if there was a unanimous right. you know number one prospect. Yeah, yeah, and and also the draft happens Thursday, and 
two weeks from that date is Summer League. Very exciting. So July, uh, what is it? July 7th through the 17th, I believe, is the uh, Summer League. So we'll jump straight from that into, you know, the obviously our observation of the number one pick, how they fit, those sort of things, but also just gearing up for Summer League. And it's going to be a lot of fun to see this team and see who they throw out there as well. That'll be the news that we get closer to that date of July 7th. Only two weeks to the day from draft night is when Summer League will be. Very exciting. Three days until the draft, the Magic are hard at work deciding who is going to be the number one pick. We've said this a few times. We're going to say it again. The The slogan of cheer the pick, it really means don't boo the pick, right? But cheer the pick right. sounds better. You don't put mm-hmm. don't boo the pick on a graphic and post it to social media. <laughs> you just don't do that. So if you're not ecstatic about the pick, just sit there and just clap. Give a little golf clap. Give a give a little give a little fist pump. You know what I mean? Nothing they can put on 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 Sports Center as the magic boo the pick. Don't be throwing up the double bird like my beloved Eli, Eli Manning. Manning. Don't be doing that. Don't be booing. Don't be doing all that stuff. If you're not ecstatic, just chill. Just chill. If you're happy with the pick, rip your shirt off. I don't care. Let's do it. So, all right, three days. We're excited. Home stretch. We'll talk to you guys Thursday morning, and then we'll break down who the pick is Thursday night. Let's do it. For Luke Sylvia, this has been Jonathan Osborne. You guys are listening to the Six Man Show. We will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.